today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, we have heard so much about the deadly opioid crisis that is just ravishing Canada, and and especially in places like uh, Vancouver, where uh, there are lots of, uh, well, no, I shouldn't say lots, it's certainly not enough, uh, growing uh, uh, number of safe injection sites to help people. Uh, now, of course, uh, that looks like that's the way to go and that that's the way we help people. We'll find out more about that and how close Hamilton is to getting one of these safe injection sites. Joining us now, Dr. Jessica Hopkins is with us, Associate Medical Officer of Health, City of Hamilton, Public Health Services, and is on the line with us now. Hello, Jessica. How are you today? Good afternoon. I'm well, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Uh, first of all, uh, your take on how deadly this crisis is, your take on uh, on how it's it seems now it's the number one health crisis. It's the only thing we're talking about. So certainly the increase in opioid-related overdoses is of significant concern, and, and opioids are things like uh, morphine, heroin, fentanyl. So many people will have been hearing about these in the news recently, um, and unfortunately they can be deadly. So there are some different ways that we can address this, and um, one of these is through uh, supervised in, um, injection sites. Talk a little bit about those. Uh, there's still uh, skepticism out there that some people don't understand how this works. What is the, w- w- what's the reasoning behind safe injection, sh- injection sites and why they are so important? Yeah, so, so supervised injection sites are uh, physical locations where people who use injection drugs can go and safely inject under the supervision of healthcare staff, such as nurses, so that if they do suffer an overdose, that they can be treated promptly um, because overdoses can be deadly. At the same time, they're also able to get safe injection equipment, so clean needles, for example, so that they aren't using dirty needles, sharing them with others, which decreases the risk of spreading diseases like hepatitis C and HIV to others. And I think it's really important for everyone to keep in mind that supervised injection sites are only one strategy. When we think about how we are working against drug use in the community, there are four pillars that we think about. There's prevention, so things like education to kids in school. There's treatment so that when people are ready to get off uh, drugs, um, they're able to enter addiction treatment services and mental health services. There's enforcement, which the police do. And then there's harm reduction. And harm reduction is where supervised injection sites fall um, into the scheme of things. And this is really an opportunity to meet people where they're at. Um, I think as anyone can imagine, getting off drugs isn't easy. And it's far better to keep people alive so that they have an opportunity to get off drugs and and keep them alive and keep them safer with clean injection equipment until they're ready to enter treatment. Who are are using uh, safe injection sites? Because we hear so much of this opioid crisis. It, It covers all walks of life. Is it the same thing with safe injection sites? That's right. So in terms of, you know, the use of opioids, you're absolutely right. It is everyone, all walks of life. It doesn't discriminate by how much money you make or where you live. Um, In terms of who uses supervised injection sites, around the world there are 90 supervised injection sites, and there are two in North America. Both of those are in Vancouver. And the the people who tend to use uh, supervised injection sites are those who are most at risk of overdose. They are people who tend to 
inject in public and leave the injection equipment in public, reusing needles, so increased uh, spread of infectious diseases. So by getting those really high-risk people to use a service like a supervised injection site, we get them off the street so they're not publicly injecting. We get the litter, so the, the discarded needles, off the street so that they're safely disposed of and people are able to access clean injection equipment so there's far less risk of spreading things like HIV and hepatitis C to others. Safe to say, and I don't want to stereotype, that it's more street people or homeless that are using these sites? It can certainly be people who are street involved or people who don't have stable housing, Um, but the reality is a supervised injection site could be used um, by uh, anyone who's injecting drugs because, you know, there are other services in supervised injection sites beyond just a safe space to inject. This is a really great opportunity where we can link people with housing, where we can link them with mental health and addiction services, get them basic primary care, things like immunizations. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.